welcome to the Drunk Dietitians podcast, co-hosted by your favorite tipsy registered dietitians, yours truly, Sammy Previtt, co-owner of Dietitians of Palm Valley, and Jenna Warner, owner of Happy Strong Healthy. Us dietitian besties can't stand diet culture bullshit and love keeping it real. Our mission is for all humans to believe that they are made for so much more than chasing a smaller body. We are also here to share with you that food can be fun and pleasurable again. Although we're medical professionals, we are human too. We are not afraid to share our deepest secrets and how years of our lives were taken by diet culture. We started this podcast so no human has to feel alone in their journey towards food freedom. So grab your favorite cocktail and join us for our favorite casual happy hour and expect to laugh, cry, learn, and grow. Go. Welcome to Drunk Dietitians. Uh, today we have one of our favorite, I would say our favorite fitness professional on here to be a little biased, um, Danielle Pacenti. She's an established personal trainer in Los Angeles. Um, she started out as a sports fitness model and has worked with brands such as Nike, Asics, Adidas, Reebok, Skechers, Mizuno, Dick Sporting Goods, Speedo, et cetera, et cetera. She has just killed the game, um, but she went from being an in-person personal trainer and is now an online personal trainer, completely runs the business with her husband virtually. Uh, and we had such a fun conversation just getting to hear her like evolving life through Instagram. Oh, it's, I mean, I would say the one word I have to describe this podcast more than ever is inspired Um, in such a different way. She really made a lot of things make sense. And I think that Sam and I talk a lot about nutrition. We have a lot of guests on here that are in the nutrition field with us, but Danielle brings such a unique perspective and really brought the parallel to how the fitness industry and the nutrition or wellness quote unquote industry are not that different and how there is an ability to find a safe space in both. And she is fighting that fight in the fitness industry, whereas we are trying to fight that fight in the nutrition industry. And it was such a fast conversation, which by the way, had a very special guest in it that you'll have to wait to see who that is, Um, brought a ton of knowledge. And if you are listening to this, make sure you listen to the end because Danielle dropped some serious knowledge bombs at the end that she saved for the tipsy of the week. And it is times two. Um, And it'll blow you away. It was a really special conversation. I feel like this one too, like more than a lot of them, we were laughing really hard. So hard. It's like, <laughs> like so, my stomach hurts. <laughs> so this and is, it was fueled by water today, guys, yeah. because Danielle's drink of choice is water, which we totally respect. And so Absolutely. we are stone cold sober laughing our asses off in this one That's today. True. And hope That's you do too. <laughs> All right, welcome back everyone to Drunk Dietitians. I am Jenna and I am super excited to introduce Danielle Pacente today, who I had the pleasure of getting my ass kicked by about a month ago in New York when she had this killer pop-up that I got to go to. I was in the front row, I believe, which was such a mistake because it was like you locked eyes (laughs) and were like what are you doing? (laughs) It was so incredible. Your energy, your spirit, everything was so incredible. Um, Danielle is an LA based trainer and has created a kick-ass empire that we are pumped to learn more about today. Um, So I'm going to let Sammy kick it off with a little rapid fire and then you can tell us a little more about you. Awesome. So, Thanks for uh, having me, you guys. Of course. <laughs> we're so excited. I know. You were like one of the first that we, I feel like, booked. And we were like, yes. <laughs> yeah. I started so using excited. your gifts like every day, too. I'm like, oh, my God, I love this girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, oh, my God. The gifts are fun. It's I so love fun. having those for business. It's just still a fun little addition. The hair yeah. one is my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got to look. I, why haven't I used these yet? Okay, oh, they're no, so definitely... good. We'll use them today. <laughs> okay. Just type, type my name and they all pop up. That's the easiest okay. way to find them. Just type like my okay. full name out. Yeah. Perfect. Totally going to do that. <laughs> um, all right. So before we, we jump into all things fitness and all things Danielle, we want to do a little rapid fire with you. So yes. first thing that comes to mind, just shout it out. Okay. okay. All right. Are you ready? 
I'm nervous. No, it's, it's like, I, I feel like everyone gets so nervous because how we intro it, but it's like this most simple thing. Yeah. Right. Okay. Ready? Wine or beer? Neither. Like, that's my option, is it? <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's fine. Vodka. <laughs> uh, that, that one's coming up. Uh, we'll just go right into that one. So tequila or vodka? Vodka. Vodka. Um, uh, coffee or tea? Coffee. Snow or sand? Sand. This is the the big one that Jenna and I. Oh, the big debate. I'm waiting. Um, chunky or smooth peanut butter? Oh, smooth all the way. Thank you. You two can take it from here. Everybody's been a chunky fan, and it literally makes me want to vomit. Ew, gross. I hate chunky. Oh, I don't understand. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. I love it. Back on the smooth side. All right, and our last question is. If you could have one thing in your life with limitless quantities, but it cannot be money, what would it be? Limitless quantities, but not money. That's bullshit. Um, Okay. (laughs) I would say, I almost wanted to say peanut butter, which is funny, but I'm going to go with, Wait, does it have to be food related? I'm overthinking no. this. No, 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 no. Anything. Anything. <laughs> Limitless quantities. I don't know. Love and family. Oh, that's, that's a good one. That's know. a really good one. Yeah. But if it was food, I would have said perfect bars. <laughs> there you go. Honestly, I'm allergic to sesame. So I've never had oh, perfect no. bar. Because they put them in oh, every single one. Yeah. So perfect bar, if you're listening please fix I wonder if they might have a plant-based one. I just, I'm, I, or they might have one without sesame. No, I feel like someone asked me about that and I can't find the bar without it. Yeah. It's such a bummer, but they look so good and I recommend them to my clients. They are really good. I have like one a day and especially when you have a busy day and you like need something filling. Oh, so good. I shout love out it. Perfect Bar, shout right? out. Right? Hello, yeah. guys. This is not sponsored, but like, hey, Perfect Bar, want to sponsor us? Because we're going to sponsor <laughs> Anyway, um, so we're just going to jump right in. I mean, there's so much to talk about. Uh, you know, personally, I think I want to just share like how you and I kind of connected. I know, of course, like we all connected through Instagram, but yeah, when I had kind of gone on the Instagram platform and was trying to just grow a following in an online setting, I was like, I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. And <laughs> I got put in touch with you through TMAC Fitness, Todd, mm-hmm. one of um, Mindy's friends who co-owns Dietitians of Palm Valley with me. And so you and I just chatted and I will never forget like the most important thing I took away from it is you were like, just be authentic and be yourself. Mm-hmm. And then like m- weeks later I just started dropping F bombs every day. So, so Danielle, you're it. responsible for Fuck Diet Culture Friday. <laughs> oh my God. Why why am I the worst though? Like I have the, the most best. foul mouth. No, I know. I have the most foul mouth and um I'm really attracted to people with foul mouths as well. Me too. So <laughs> I'm loving Fuck Diet Culture Friday. <laughs> yes. We have put it on a little bit of a, on the back burner just to be able to record a lot of these yeah. episodes, but, right. but seriously, I think something that comes across like on your Instagram account is like your first line on your bio says like, I make women or help you believe in your damn self. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so to, just to open up, I guess, tell us like where that came from. Like, what does that mean? Because most trainers are like, I'll help you lose weight and fit into a size zero. (laughs) I know, right? We had that down. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us kind of just like a little bit. And you can go way back because I know you used to start in person. Now you're fully online. So just give Mm -hmm. us like all things, Danielle, and how you've evolved as a business. Yeah. So um, I've been in LA for almost 11 years in May and I moved out here um, from Arizona. So I graduated from Arizona State University with a degree in psychology, which it's really hard to pursue that unless you go back to school for like another eight years. Um, But I knew that I wanted to still be in sports and fitness because I was an athlete. So I knew that I wanted to transition into that if I couldn't still play sports, which I couldn't after college. I had so many injuries. Um, But I knew that I wanted to help people. I just didn't know what capacity. So when I first moved out to LA, it was really more so someone was like, oh, you should be a sports model and you can work for 
the different sporting companies like Nike and Reebok and Adidas. And I was like, oh, that's a thing. I didn't know that was a thing. I thought you were just a model. Like you walked the runways and you're super skinny and you worked all the fashion shows, like blah, blah, blah. So, <laughs> um, ends up, I go out there and I got, I probably got in a sports model agent. Like I want to say probably six to eight months after moving out to LA. Um, so it was harder than I thought to actually get an agent and way harder than I thought to actually book a job, but I didn't, it also wasn't a super fulfilling career, even though I did it the first four to five years I lived in LA, I knew I wanted more. And so that first year there getting into sports modeling, I was like, well, I should probably be a personal trainer. And it was always something that interested me, but also to have supplemental income, I was like, well, this seems to be a good fit. So I had, I really gained a clientele fast once. Um, and I got certified right away. I got tons of certifications off my psychology degree. So I knew I could go into that. It was just a matter of practicing it and being on the floor and training clients. So I worked at a gym for a long time, gained a super steady clientele went away from the gym so I could keep the money probably two years into it. I was like, I'm just going to do house calls, mm -hmm. go into the gym or go away from the gym, go to the house, collect the money and like build my own business in person doing house calls for clients. So I did that for a long time, probably six to seven years in tandem with the sports modeling. And then I decided to just quit sports modeling because it again, wasn't fulfilling. It was creating a lot of negative um, actually just a lot of diet issues, a lot of, um, body dysmorphia issues, and just a lot of stuff that it brought up that I didn't like. And coming from being an athlete, it just, it was honestly the opposite of that. It was like, well, get shredded, but eat nothing. And yeah. I was like, no, I eat to perform as an mm -hmm. athlete. So there was a lot of a lot of weird stuff with that industry. Like, yes, I love it. I love the platform it gave me, but there was a lot of um, negatives that it came with, especially mentally. So when I left that career, I decided to just really run headfirst into training and had a lot of awesome opportunities and built my platform. And then I could only train so many clients in a day. So of course, um, eight or nine was my max. And I was just so tired when I got home, I didn't have time for myself. So I decided to try to take the business online, which was so much harder than I thought. Mm -hmm. um, so out of my <laughs> wheelhouse, like seeing people in person was actually pretty easy. Looking back at it, you show up, you train them for an hour, you leave. Right. Once you're home, <laughs> you're done. Online is like 365, 24, seven, you know, you're always working with customers, you're always doing things. And as you grow and scale the business, it just gets busier and busier and more, uh, you got to produce more and you have to be on it more. So there's a lot of stuff I've learned in the four years. We, um, my husband runs a business with me. So That's we've so been awesome. in this business now for four, almost uh, maybe a little over four years. I can't even summarize what that four years has entailed, but we have built an amazing, incredible online community of women. Um, doing the training guides, uh, which we just rebranded. So they're now Danielle Pacenti training guides, formerly kick-ass training guides. Um, but with the rebrand this past year and the live events and everything, um, we're really just growing and it's so exciting to watch. So exciting to be able to kind of create what we want and what I want in the training business and more so just reaching more women because that was the ultimate goal. And so when we talk about the line in my bio, you know, I help you believe in your damn self is what it <laughs> says. But um, it's just, it's one of those things where I hate this industry for so many reasons, like that it focuses on slimming down, uh, detoxes, just all these quick fix bullshit, where I come from an athletic background. And I just want everyone to know that they too, regardless of their background, have this inner athlete inside of them. And they're capable so many times more often than not, of way more than they think they are. And so my whole goal is to just get women to understand that workouts don't necessarily have to suck. You can love what you're doing. You can be challenged and still have a good time. And you're capable of way more than you think you are. So that's kind of where that one-liner came from is just that I'm constantly push pushing women to be better, to do better in the gym and to get stronger. And I think uh, most women do come to me and they don't think they can do my workouts and they take one look and they're like, fuck no, 
can't do it. <laughs> and they're out, you know, <laughs> they're oh like, God. I won't do this. I'm not going to do this, but I am here to tell you, you can do it. And 99% of the time people shock themselves and they're like, wow, I really did this workout. And then they buy the training guides and they go through all four programs and they change their entire life, um, in a healthy manner. And mm -hmm. that's what I'm really getting at is doing it the right way, doing it healthily, getting strong and feeling good. I love that's so true. many things that you just said. And what I remember yeah. from your in-person thing was like the best person in the room, everybody in the room was amazing. You attract a kick-ass group of people, like really nice people. Um, but yeah. the pregnant girl in the front was the one kicking the most ass <laughs> like, through her entire, Yo, I entire know. time. I know. And I was like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, she does I, all, she does like all the programs. She knew everybody there too. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's awesome. But one of the things that you hit on that I love so much is that I feel like in our society, and Sammy and I talk about this a lot with food, that it's always all or nothing, right? So people mm -hmm. think that like, and I'm not going to say like names, but there's a very popular chain of workouts right now that's high intensity intervals. And they have a certain method of tracking your success where people believe that they're not successful if they don't hit a certain marker in this mm -hmm. class that might be unrealistic for some and might be very unhealthy for some people too. And so it's kind of conditioned us to believe, and I think there's a lot of gyms that do this type of yeah. idea, but there's a lot of people that are now conditioned that unless you're like crawling out of the gym and like soaking wet from sweat and dying and like death to my legs, like it wasn't a, and I'm air quoting a workout. Yeah. But I feel like what you preach and believe is the same sustainability aspect and like yeah. the actual aspect of how to change your body in a healthy way by doing it the right way. And yeah. like focusing on your strength, like, can you touch on how you make that happen? Cause you do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think you're right. There's so many workout programs that on a, like result as there's an end, right? I just implies the aspect of 365 and constantly like making it a lifestyle. And I know that's an overused term too, like making it a lifestyle, but and so if this is something we want to feel all the time, then we do it all the time. And it doesn't mean that we can't take breaks or we don't have injuries or any of this stuff. It just means that there's a level of awareness about the fact that you want to make movement part of your daily life. And so for me, it's not so much about supplying these hard workouts. Of course they're hard, but for me, it's like, Hey, if someone comes to me and says, I can't do this, it's too hard. I say, well, let's figure out a way to make it easier for you. Let's figure out a way where I can give you an exercise and you say, Oh, I can do that. And so I'm very accessible to my community. If they're saying I cannot do this workout, I'm like, well, instead of squat jumps, can you do a squat? Yes. Instead of push-ups, can you do push-ups on your knee? Yes. So I try to find the yes in every client you know, and I work with thousands of women. So it's a lot of back and forth and, and response back and forth, but here's what it does. It teaches and conditions, conditions them to be able to program a workout themselves, which is sustainable. Mm. Um, and they don't need to be crawling out if they want to, they can, you can find a workout that will have you crawling out and feeling challenged and sore. But mm. if they're not feeling it that day, I never push. It's like, do what you can with what you have, modify if you need. And I never want to make anyone feel less than or bad for that. It is the biggest part of what I do is inclusiveness and feeling like you're at home and it doesn't matter if you're doing hundred percent or 20%, you're still at home with a group of women who loves and supports you. I think it's, it's so amazing and it's so refreshing to hear what you're saying because, and I know there's just so many parallels and I know I'm sure Jenna will agree with like, diet culture and dieting and dietitians and then the fitness culture fitness professionals trainers and workouts because what i'm hearing you say is you believe that like every woman should move their body in a way that feels good right mm -hmm. and then of course believing in themselves but you know at our practice we do a lot of intuitive eating and one of those yeah. principles of intuitive eating is movement and honoring our body and I find so many women that we work with and men, but majority women that are struggling with their relationship with food are also struggling with their relationship with their body. And then it's, again, it's back to that all or nothing like Jenna was talking about where they don't believe in themselves. They don't think they can do it. And a lot of their relationship with exercise 
has been so black and white. Like, and I know I relate to that, like seven or eight years of my life, I worked out just to burn calories or just yeah. to try to chase a, a smaller body. So a lot of what we do now, I am a certified personal trainer, but I don't really practice it. I just have this. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I have NASM, but I don't really train people. It's just, I just kind of have it mm-hmm. for general background. But a lot of what we do from a mental standpoint, working through intuitive eating is getting people to uncouple exercise from changing their body, right? Mm-hmm. So doing it because they enjoy it, because yeah. it feels good, because they have the privilege to do it, not, be, not because they have to do it, not because it's punishment, not because it's burning off food from the holidays or, or right. whatever that is. Right. Because I know for me, like my relationship with exercise, it's still a little funked up, but for mm-hmm. so long... I wouldn't do it because I didn't enjoy it because I was doing it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. And, and I see that with dieting, like it's the same thing, right? People's relationship with food is so fucked up because they have been dieting forever. Yeah. So I just feel like the parallels with fitness and nutrition are insane. And there's not enough of you in the world saying what you're saying. So we are so thankful to have a professional like you. Yeah. And I was going to say, I just, and I love what you said about the diet aspect too, because it's like people have these unhealthy relationships thinking they need to work out or they need to eat healthy and like they need to be doing certain things. But as a trainer, um, even as a trainer in this industry where we're constantly told, go on this plan, it will yield these results, blah, 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 blah. I just focus on the feeling. And I think that's when everything changed for me is focus on how you feel, not just when it comes to training, when it comes to diet. And that's when my entire mindset flipped. Did my body change? Sure it did. But I felt better inside, Mm -hmm. mentally, physically, everything Mm -hmm. felt better from practicing the feeling as opposed to do this, do that, get these results. Yeah. I love that's on so many levels. And I saw somebody say something on Instagram the other day that I wanted to like repost that was like, if you were told that doing this exercise routine would not change your body, would you still do it? And I think that that's like such a powerful question. It's one I asked myself like a lot yeah. because I went through like a horrific over-exercising phase of my life where mm-hmm. it was so unhealthy. And would I ever do that again? No. If, but like, today it's really my only me time. It's like my only alone time without my phone. And I turn off like the watch connection setting. So I can't see the text messages Mm because it's really the only time I have away from like all the things. So like, yes, like I love, but it doesn't have to be like the heart pounding, like go, go, go every time. But like, I do think there is such a thing as a safe and healthy relationship with exercise, just like there is with food. And we need to help more people find that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think exactly what you said, it's become more of me time as opposed to, I have to do this. And Mm -hmm. I think when you're not clear on your path and your vision and your business, there's more time to like, fuck around with workouts, if that makes sense. Be like, oh, well, this is the only thing that I'm doing. And so the busier I got, the more I had to really take that and turn it into me time, even if it was just a walk and it wasn't like, all right, I got to go to a hit class or I have to go do this. I have to go to the gym. I'm just like, I'm going outside to get some fresh air because I've been at this computer all day. So it's also (laughs) just a difference of where my life is at. And that's also helped me to see how much I love movement in any capacity and that it's not just one way or the highway. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So good. <laughs> I just like want you to train everyone in the world. <laughs> She's getting there. I know. That's <laughs> goal. Okay. I know. You I know. really are. It's amazing. Can I ask a non-fitness question though? Yeah. I'm obsessed with your hair. So like how often with how much you work out, like how often do you wash that thing? I don't. (laughs) This thing, this thing. um, I feel like I would never, like it's so, it's so long. I don't wash it that much (laughs) because like I, honestly it's so annoying it takes so because like I go once a week with my hair and my well but you have shorter hair right once a week I wash it (laughs) no okay so mine's like every two weeks honestly but I feel it when I get to that two-week mark I can start (laughs) feeling it in my scalp and I'm like all right 
probably time to wash it, but everybody needs to download and check out those. Is it GIFs or GIFs? Whatever they are with the hair flip. It's amazing. (laughs) I'm obsessed with it. My, it's funny because my hair should have its own Instagram because everybody asks about my hair in every, any interview I've done, any, um, like I work for an app company, (laughs) I film workouts. No, you're not alone. And and just people on Instagram, it's like the number one question. And I think maybe I should start a hairline or maybe I should Absolutely. start a hair Instagram. <laughs> yes. So many people are interested. A tutorial but, on how you get that bun so perfect. All yeah. of the things. I mean, we could do it right now. <laughs> this is probably from last night. I don't it's, even know. It's incredible. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> And, and you can just tell people it's because you eat all foods and proteins and carbohydrates are very important for hair growth. Yes. That's why that's how this main growth <laughs> solely because of the collagen and that's it. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. That <laughs> Got a lot of plugs in one, this episode. <laughs> one time I, um, I don't often give anytime I give advice on Instagram, it's always prefaced with, um, Hey, I am not a professional in this, it's, unless it's training. I am yeah. like, I'm not, this isn't my thing, but here's what I do, you know, just to kind yeah. of have that be a byline. And hair, I've given probably hair tips maybe three times only to just filter through the DMs I get. Cause I'm like, I'd rather just be a static feed post where I can say, go read this mm. so that you know how many times a week I wash my hair. <laughs> if I use dry shampoo, what brand of dry shampoo. So of course I put this, post out there and someone was like, you do know that hair growth has a lot to do with hormones and this and that. And I was like, yeah, I do know that. (laughs) As I said, (laughs) I am just telling you what works for me. And I also said that I've always had long hair. So I've been growing it out since fourth grade. (laughs) You know, I don't know, but there's always got to be that person that's like, there has to be the troll. You know, it has a lot to do. I'm like, actually, yeah, I do know a lot about hormones. I had plenty of hormone issues myself, but it's just Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. (laughs) You do a great job with your DMs, by the way. Like that also, I can't even imagine how many you get. And like, that's a full-time job. Yeah, it really is. Sometimes I look at my average spend time on Instagram during a challenge or something and it's like eight hours and I think, yep, that's a full-time job. Literally. (laughs) What are some of, give us, these are like random questions, but give me like, give us your best comment you've ever received and why and the worst comment you've ever received. (laughs) I'm sure you probably have a lot more bad that you remember because whenever there's, you might have like 7,000 good ones and there's one asshole that says something like so ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it's funny. I've received this question a lot and I have to say, I'll be completely honest. I don't have a lot of trolls, knock on wood. Like that's amazing. I don't get a ton of them <laughs> on my page. And I'm a firm believer that you kind of breed the audience you want. Mm-hmm. And my people are so freaking awesome. I like I can't even begin to describe how classy and amazing they are. Even when they're just entering my DMs and they want information, it's like they're grateful when I respond back. So the messages in regards to positive ones, um, I can't even begin to tell you my favorite because they come so often and I'm so grateful that people take time out of their days to DM me. And before they ask a question, they'll say like, thank you so much for everything you've done. Or they're the person that doesn't really do social media and they just write me on a whim and they tell me their full life story of everything and then how they found my programs and how they're doing them. And I would have never known because they, they don't tag me. They don't email me, but they just one day decided to write a message. And I mean, honestly, there's been so many, especially with um, infertility issues. I have Mm -hmm. a lot of infertility clients and those are the ones that touch my heart the most or any type of health issues, serious health issues they've gone through, whether it's been cancer or um, a whole variety of different stuff. But those are the ones that hit closest to home where they share their story and they share how they couldn't do one squat and now they can do like 20 burpees and a full Danielle workout and how it's changed their life. It's changed their family. It's changed their mindset. Like stuff like that never gets old to hear because that's exactly 
why I do what I do. And then when the one person comes in that decides to be an asshole, I just don't even, I don't even have time for it. It's first of all, it's a waste of time to even double think. Um, I would be lying if I said there have been a couple times that they didn't get to me, but I truly try to keep perspective of how many a day I get that are positive. And I all allow it to sink in. And then I remind myself that I don't know this person. They don't do my programs. They don't know me and they are clearly unhappy mm-hmm. and just kind of brush it to the side. So the, the ones that get me most are the form ones, just because I'm a form stickler of a trainer. I have had 11 plus years of experience and basically my whole life as an athlete. So when someone criticizes my form from a place of just being a dick and not a place of being a professional, that stuff pisses me off because that is my wheelhouse. Um, But again, few and far between and I just delete it. Or sometimes I'll respond and it's kind of funny, but (laughs) it depends on what mood you're in, right? It totally depends on the mood. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'll have like mine... It's again, I think you're right. I think we all create communities of people that want to be there and they like your message and that's why they're there. But like, you know, when I tag hashtag keto and then I put an anti-keto post. Keto Guido is what you hashtag. (laughs) (laughs) Then you get some pretty funny comments saying, did you know that like carbs are going to kill you? And it just depends on like what kind of mood I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Totally. And if you want to go, that's the thing. If you want to go at it, you can. It's usually a waste of time because that person just doesn't want to let up. It's kind oh, yeah. of I usually like, just bup, bup, delete, bup, bup. Yeah. delete and block. Yeah. I'm like, I got no time for you. But, <laughs> but sometimes, but sometimes there are some that are like genuinely like people are asking questions and they're, mm-hmm. again, they're not trying to be rude. It's just, they're, they're inquiring and they want to know more about it. So that's inquiring. That's yeah. I have a lot of yeah. inquiries and usually on the ones that are not quite a troll. I wouldn't call, call them a troll. I would say they're inquiring and I respond nine times out of 10, they'll respond back and be like, thank you so much. I didn't know that. And yep, that's when exactly. I say, okay, this is why I'm responding and this is why I do what I do. So, yeah. Well, that answer just shows like everybody listening, the strength of who you are as yeah. a human being. And like, it was just like everything that you just said is so beautiful. And like, I had the opportunity to see that in person. And I hope that you take this as nothing, but like, I'm in awe of you. But like, when you got emotional at the event, it was so beautiful to see and like, to see your husband just being like your biggest fan in the back, you know, mm-hmm. taking videos and pictures and cheering you on. Like you guys are such a team. And it's, you, the, you deserve all the success in the world and you're doing this in the best way. And it's really incredible to see somebody with like the right mind kicking ass up there. Like, yeah. 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 The events are so special because we get to meet the community in person. And so giving people actual hugs that you've been working with for four plus years. Um, it's so incredible. I can't even, can't even put it into words, but I get super emotional, especially talking about business, like anyone who has business things. And 2019 was a really crazy business year for us, like highs and lows, both of them. But yeah, when I get to talking about business and I'm such a firm believer in just wearing your heart on your sleeve. And so there are certain topics that get me emotional and I'm not really an emotional human being. I'm pretty strong and, you know, all about that female badass energy, kick-ass, whatever. Um, but sometimes something hits me and I'm just like, okay, I'm human too. You know, it's beautiful. (laughs) I think we need to, to pay a little tribute to the man behind the camera as well. Um, he's in the other room. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I want to bring him on because I want to ask how his intuitive eating has been going. Oh God. Wait, hold on. Matt. (laughs) Do you think, Sammy, you could work with your husband? Uh, Let's revisit that question. (laughs) We have talked about it. We have talked about it. Okay, fair. Last night when my husband broke our internet and printer, I decided we could never work together. (laughs) You're like, this is it. No, you're out. He was like, wow, the IT department really sucks in here, right? And I was like, this is not funny. Yeah, but he's I like bet so you, zen. I bet you anything he's going to the bathroom. I can okay. almost guarantee it. 
<laughs> well, definitely send him a text. Yeah. Um, but for when you're done. Yeah. <laughs> but now, did you? I have a few questions about Matt. So he, one, did he get? Did you get the three hundred comments you wanted so he could run the mile? No. Oh, how, no. how is that even possible? Tell, tell everybody listening what I'm talking about. I'm go yes. like a troll Let's on make it right happen. now. Yeah. <laughs> Please do. Um, so we do this series on Instagram called A Mile of Questions. I and mm-hmm. I run a mile and Matt asks community questions, but I don't know what they are in advance. So we put an Instagram post up that says, submit your mile of questions. And people go ham with this. They love yeah. this series. So we get a ton of questions. I don't know, sometimes 50 to 80 to hundred questions and Matt only can pick five to 10. So this last go round, uh, we filmed and, oh, I thought that was him. We, oh, it is him. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Matt. <laughs> oh, he can't, hold on. I'm gonna That's take, okay, you can just take them out. Sammy. Hi, Matt. Hi. How are you guys? <laughs> We're so happy to see you. Yeah. I'm happy to see you guys. I don't really know you, but I'm happy to see you. You're like a celebrity. I wish. I'm trying to be, but... You totally yeah. are. We were just singing your praises about how what a badass team you two are together. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, He's and I, I wanted to know um, from Danielle posting some things that you you eat intuitively, I hear. So... so <laughs> Very, very intuitively. I, um, you know, what my body wants, my body gets. I love it. I love it. You heard it here first, people. That's that's but what I do try to eat like healthy. Though, like you know, I, I try to keep it fairly clean. But when when she brings home like, oh, you're gonna like this on me. Sweet candies like she did last night. I'll eat half the bag. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Trader Joe's has the best. Everything. Oh, so you just grab all these things, and then soon we know it. We've eaten half the bag on the couch. Have you guys had the hold the cones? No. Are those the baby cones? The ones you introduced oh. me to them. Oh, Sometimes yeah. I do a sampling. I'll buy all the flavors and have one of each, and then oh decide. Oh my god! Which one? <laughs> the yeah, the serving size is three. Are they ice cream cones. And yeah, then like, like this big. This big, and then the serving oh size god. is three. And they have a peppermint chocolate that is, I'd say it's the best flavor. That's his jam. He loves mint everything. Go try that one. It's the pink mint, not the green mint. So I don't know how you feel about that, but it's delicious. I like that. Mint's my favorite. He's a mint connoisseur. Wait, and Matt, I think I saw something posted. Are you a runner or have you taken up running because of your beautiful wife? (laughs) So I've taken up two miles of running. That's as far as I'll go. Two miles, but I fast, hate right? it. Yes, I hate it. So I go as fast as I can to get it over with. <laughs> and she doesn't understand that, but I'm like, well, I don't enjoy this. Like, I just want to be done. So I just go really fast. <laughs> and she's like, well, just run four or five miles. And I'm like, no, two, that's it. I think I saw the the um, post where you were really mad because he was really fast, so and I was watching without sound, and I was like, "What's happening here? I need to go back and rewatch this." I was uh, so upset running with him because also too, he's like, "I just hate it. I want to get it over with." I'm like, "Well, then why are you doing it?" Of course, I'm like, "Why are you doing it?" Um, but then I realized why he hates it. I did it with him, and I was like, "This is the most awful thing I've ever done in my life." Ever. I was, I was crying. I cried like a baby after <laughs> I ran really with funny. him, but I, I didn't want him to see. So I was like, get it. He was like, are you okay? I was like, no, get away from me. <laughs> I need a moment and I need to walk around the corner and be away from him and just t- kind of dry heave because that's how I felt. Yeah. And then I met him back at the gym and I was more calm and collected. Um, it was really fun to watch. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was a little scary about halfway through, and then I slowed down. She's like, "You better not slow down and run with me. You better keep that thing." I'm like, "Whoa!" Buddy. All right. So we know. So we know what gets Danielle fired up. Now, Matt, I have a question for you. Do you get fired up when Danielle makes you late to the airport? Oh my god! It's like. The worst thing ever. Like, I don't know why I get such high anxiety about it, but I want to get to the airport. I want to sit at my gate. I want to eat some food. I want to be one of the first ones on the plane so I can put my bag above my seat. I'm, like, I'm with him. I'm with him 
No, do we don't have it planned. Okay, it was perfect. just like a because we could do it when we when we release this podcast. We'll on both of our accounts we can filter <laughs> say, everyone in. Go comment and, on a mile of questions. Yeah. And all they have to say is Matt needs to run or Matt, Matt run. Do it. <laughs> That's it. Two words. It's so good. I actually have a half marathon coming up, depending on when this airs, it'll probably already be done. Um, and I'm struggling with my training, but my eating is on point. So oh, see, that's we'll good. see what happens. Yeah. Eating plenty honestly. of carbs, staying hydrated. Uh, okay. but I'm doing something called the Bermuda Challenge. It's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday race, and oh, it's a cool. 5K, 10K half marathon. Oh, I this love is something that. I signed up for when I've I had a couple of glasses of wine. And mm. I, I, Bermuda sounded fun. Yep. Now it doesn't sound so fun. <laughs> There's just a different meaning to Bermuda Triangle in this situation. Yeah. One of those lessons. There's a lesson here. Oh, but I, like, <laughs> I like that you're doing it. Honestly, with training, this is what I always tell people with distance races. Just get a couple of the longer runs in to gain confidence and you'll be good. You don't need to follow that intense, like, each day of the week you're doing a specific yeah. run and then on the weekends i mean i didn't follow that for my marathon training and i actually had a pretty solid marathon and i only did the weekend long runs mm. i didn't run it all during the week that makes so, me feel good awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah all right danielle so we're definitely rounding home i feel like this conversation can go on forever, forever. <laughs> Before we, of course, we want to tell people how they can reach you and all that fun stuff. But before we do that, do you have any like closing thoughts or like we call them on, on, on our episodes, um, the nutrition tipsies. So like tips. Mm -hmm. So do you have any main tips like that you want to leave people with? Or like if you have like three main tips, two main tips um, that you think our listeners could really benefit from regarding just fitness in general? Yeah. Um, well, I feel like we, there's so much stuff we didn't dive into, especially when it comes to diet and nutrition and, um, body love and stuff like that. But I think the biggest tip is anyone who's going through a journey to find themselves again with food and with fitness in a healthy manner. Mm. Um, patience is your best friend. And that is the one piece of advice I would give to anybody on that type of a journey, because there are a lot of days that they're not light, you know, they're darker and you're going through and processing deep emotions when it comes to old habits. Mm -hmm. um, for me, a lot of those old habits stem from sports modeling and having to constantly be judged on what my body looked like. And so I always got on the scale. I always looked at myself in the mirror and would pick apart my body just as someone else would who looked at it and said like you have a little fat on the right side and would pinch and poke and prod and there was a lot of stuff that came up for me when I was on my journey of trying to accept and love my body again um <clears throat> and it wasn't an easy process and it still is a process and I'm, I'm five years into it and the first year was the hardest of them so to anyone going through a journey be patient um show yourself some love and grace through the process because it's not easy and there isn't going to be days where you want to practice the things you're supposed to practice in order to feel better, but you will come out the other side. So that's my number one piece of advice. Number two tipsy would be um, find something you genuinely love doing when it comes to workouts. Do I run a workout brand? Yes. Could I sit here and say, you should do my training guides because they're the best. Yeah, sure. I could say that, but find workouts you actually like. And there's plenty of people who will listen to this podcast and be like, that's, she's not my style. I'm not her style. Great. Find a trainer who is, find a workout method you like, and you genuinely enjoy doing and look forward to, because that is going to be the way you create sustainability. And same thing with nutrition, find the foods, you know, make you feel good. Find the I hate to say diet because I don't like that word, right? But find the foods that feel good to you and that fuel your body. And once you are in harmony with both of those things, finding workouts you like and nutrition and food that you like eating, you will find happiness. It sounds cheesy, but mm -mm. those two things are so important for your body and they make up your body. What you're fueling your body with and movement, both things are medicine. And when you find that balance, you will succeed and you will be happy and feel really fucking good. Ah, oh, 
You're speaking to my soul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad. I love it. Oh, that was so amazing. Every minute of this episode and you left it with such a bang. Oh, thank you for your time. Yes. Thank you for waking up. I know it's earlier there for yeah. you. Um, we appreciate you so much. And like Sammy said, tell everybody where they can find you. I know they already know. But remind yes. them. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, and I would, and thank you guys for having me. I think what you're doing is great, and um, so many people can benefit from it. And I would love to chat more when we have another episode down the yeah, road. Would love to like dive into all these things. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, if you're listening, you can find me mostly on Instagram at Danielle Pacenti. So that's my handle. Um, my training guides are the Danielle Pesani training guides. So everything is branded under my name, but you can find any, anything you need on my Instagram workouts. Um, not nutrition because I don't focus on that. Um, hair coming and- soon. Yeah. Like- hairline coming soon. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. My hairline is coming soon. Not sure what I'm going to do there, but something- <laughs> and, uh, let's get Matt to run this half marathon. Really, truly go look for yeah. my mile of questions. It's such a fun series. We do submit questions if you have more after the podcast and yeah, I can't wait to connect with everyone. Yay! Thank you so much. Everybody have the best day ever. Thank you. Guys, thank you so much for listening and being here with us. I am virtually cheersing all of you. We absolutely love sipping on a cocktail with you and sharing as many nutrition tipsies as possible during this episode. We know there are a ton of pods out there and we are so appreciative of your time that you spent listening to us today. Please be sure to check out the show notes for episode details and all of our guest information. We promise to keep bringing you the best and the most knowledgeable and fun guests we possibly can. Please be sure to subscribe, like, share, and post if you enjoyed our content today. And visit us on Instagram and Facebook at Drunk Dietitians to find out what is up next for us on the pod. We absolutely love you. We appreciate you and can't wait to spend more time cheersing with you soon. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence.